Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Yenenga podcast. A quick disclaimer I'm not a psychologist, I'm working on being one. And I would also like to invite you guys to share, like, and also repost my podcast if you like it. Don't forget to give me, you know, heads up or responses, quick chats about what you think about the podcast, what you think I could do better. So today is actually our first episode, and today is also my birthday. So happy birthday to me! <laughs> and today I'm actually turning 28. I don't know. I feel so old, but at the same time, feel so young. I don't know. Is this feeling, you know? It's in the air. <laughs> All right. So today, our topic for today is mental health. A quick definition for this topic is. As you all know it, mental health is defined as a person's condition with regards to their psychological and emotional well being. That's according to the Oxford Dictionary. Now, many other people or many other psychologists may define mental health in a different way. So, for that, I have a special guest today, a very, very special one. <laughs> And someone that I really, really take as a really close friend of mine, and someone I consider like a big sister. So today we are receiving Sarah. Well, she's mostly called Yaba, because that's how we all call her. She's a 32 year old. She's from Burkina Faso and currently lives in Las Vegas, Nevada. A quick recap like, of her education. And professional background. She、uh, followed the French curriculum for most of her entire school years, and she has a bachelor degree in science and also a master of science in sustainability from the United Nations University. So, welcome, Sarah. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you for this warm welcome. And I want to say, first of all, happy birthday, sister. Thank you. <laughs>、oh, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I feel really honored to be here,、mm-hmm. um, especially that it's your first episode.、Yeah. Um, and it's a topic that is very, very important to my heart. I'm very passionate about it.、Yeah. So, I want to say thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> well, thank you for accepting to actually go on it because I was like, I don't think she's going to accept it. No way. I have to. Are. Of course. <laughs> All right. So, let me mention also that Yaba is a very passionate about mental health. She's also wanting to be like an advocate for mental health because of her own journey throughout the years and also how she was able to understand herself better through her pains and ultimately living more. And a, a more enjoyable life, all right? Yes, so first off, well, when we talk about mental health, yeah, like my first question to you is, how do you, in your own words, define mental health? Yeah, so mental health that's a as you said, it's a big topic, right?、Yeah. And、um, depending on who you're talking to, you're going to have different type of definitions, yeah. Um, if you're talking to a medical professional, it's probably going to be a little more detailed than the way I define it.、Mm-hmm. But the way I define it, to make it simple for myself, is basically I always ask myself how much at peace I am with myself.、Right. So basically, I look at it as、um, 
the level of peace of mind that I have. So I equate mental health to peace of mind. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I do that is because uh, my own journey mm-hmm. um, was mostly towards the emotional side of mental health because there's different, you know, there's different types of mental health. Correct. And um, I had to, you know, learn about the emotional, you know, parts of me mm-hmm. and see how I can uh, stabilize myself and have a, a, a better well-being. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, mental health has always been about asking myself, am I okay? Mm-hmm. And what is my state of mind and mm-hmm. how much at peace I am with myself? All right. Basically. So your, for you, mental health is the whole emotional journey. Yes, All right. completely. All right. So her point of view is very accurate as to, you know, there are many... Uh, different element of mental health mm-hmm. many things that come together to actually do the whole yeah and emotional is a very big part of it yeah. because emotional uh, you know emotional health mm-hmm. actually drives us to everything else that's exactly. part of psychology that's part of mental health mm-hmm. so if emotionally you don't have a base yeah it's very hard for your mental health to be on top exactly. or to be appealing exactly you actually need to have the very base of your emotions mm-hmm. and actually um know how to know when you're feeling sad exactly. know when you're feeling you know yeah anxiety yep. and stuff like that yeah so that's very accurate yeah. and that's i think everything i have to add to okay. that so today we're talking about mental health not only to invite you guys to actually pay attention to it but also to bring awareness because we are from uh, a continent which is africa basically i'm i was born in cameroon and i was raised in burkina faso so i consider myself from both countries and sarah here was actually uh from she's actually from burkina faso and everything so we are both from africa mm-hmm. and the scenery in africa is very different from here it's actually here that i basically got in touch mm-hmm. and understood what mental health meant yeah because before I knew what my calling was, Mm -hmm. what I wanted to do with my life. When I went to university, I actually went for business. Okay. But I ended up after one class of psychology in the psychology field. So that's really really funny. Yeah. It's really funny, but it's to tell you of how much not aware I was. Mm -hmm. I was not aware. Mm -hmm. I did not know how... You know, when you have certain feelings and you cannot interpret them, yeah, is yeah. really hard. Yes. I so agree. that basically is like I hit a wall and going through also psychology and starting it as an actual course mm-hmm. or in a feel make me open my eyes into, you know, diverse diversity yeah. in general. Yeah. So when I actually went into the mental health field, I never thought I would use it on myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was more in touch with helping others. Mm, mm. I was like, oh, I'm going to do this because it's going to help others. Yeah, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. So when I actually hit a wall, I figured out that I could use what I was learning in school on myself. 
Yeah. This is a big disclaimer and this is something good for everyone out there. It doesn't matter if you're in the psychology field, if you read psychology books, if you think you know psychology, when you are in need of a psychological help, go to a professional. I agree. Even if you're in the psychology field, you cannot cure yourself. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like a saying that says, even when a doctor is sick, he goes to another doctor. Yeah. <laughs> you need somebody else to actually evaluate you and help you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's actually after getting into the psychology field that when I hit a wall and had some mental health issues mm-hmm. like depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. that I for my first time Mm -hmm. and after actually three or four years in the United States already Mm -hmm. went to a psychologist for the first time wow I had never been (laughs) it was (laughs) how was the experience I have to say it was life-changing okay because I was viewing myself in her yeah like I was like one day I'm gonna be sitting there and people are gonna tell me all their problems yeah but like it was really Mm life-changing and it was really um, I, an eye opener, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. when you are facing something that you never thought you would face before, mm-hmm. you're like, Oh, it always happened to others. <laughs> but but the, then the day it happens to you, you're like mesmerized. Yeah. yeah. So basically that was my first contact with actual mental health okay. and my mental health professionals. Okay. So. I will ask you for yours. Sure. So when was your first contact or awareness, you know, to the importance of mental health? Um, for me, I would say that it started actually young. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was more around my teenage years mm-hmm. when I was, you know, battle. Well, battling is, I don't want to use those type of terms, battling, you know, yeah, but yeah. still I was going through a lot of emotional distress. Mm-hmm. And those type of emotional distress really kind of painted the way I started to view myself. Yeah. So uh, first of all, you can you know start to have certain types of belief that beliefs that you develop when you're a kid, right? Mm-hmm. And those beliefs you start to uh, leave your life through those beliefs and start to believe that you know mm-hmm. you're a certain way. You know mm-hmm. you start to believe uh, develop some sort of insecurities and stuff yeah. like that. So having to deal with those type of thoughts that I had about myself really affected me mm-hmm. um, throughout my entire teenage years and, you know, since a couple years ago. So I would say at least 10 years of my life, I was really going through a lot of emotional swings, you know. Mm-hmm. And so my, my luck was the fact that I had always been fascinated by mental health myself for my own self, first of all. Mm-hmm. And I've always wanted to understand... Um, how to, you know, reach a peace of mind state. As I said, that's the way I saw mental health, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, I was always, you know, interested in things that would make me feel calmer, Mm -hmm. whether it's doing yoga, you know, breath work, or Mm -hmm. I was interested in like affirmations, positive, you know, positive affirmations and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Even Mm -hmm. the type of diet, like juice fasting, you know, Mm -hmm. anything that I could find that I felt like maybe that's going to help me Mm -hmm. feel more aligned with myself. Mm -hmm. And you know, kind of like shut down those thoughts that I have in my head, right? Mm-hmm. That were affecting me, affecting me in a negative sense. Mm-hmm. So for me, I would say that my first interaction with mental health was 
when I was a teenager and then I had to deal with that throughout my entire years mm -hmm. um, you have some seasons where it's very severe and you have some seasons where it's not that, that severe mm -hmm. but it's it was constant so mm -hmm. um, I've never been to a doctor to you know for a doctor to tell me you were diagnosed with anxiety or depression or anything like that mm -hmm. but I do remember that I did have those moments where you feel so sad you have a deep sense of sadness or mm -hmm. a deep sense of emptiness mm -hmm. or a deep sense of you know you you, you start asking yourself certain questions mm -hmm. that are making you actually qu question your entire life mm -hmm. let's say for example you ask yourself questions like what is my purpose in life mm -hmm. you ask questions about who am I? Uh, you were really young to ask that to yourself. Oh yeah, when I was, it started when I was 18 and I remember that very vividly because mm -hmm. at the time, mm -hmm. you know, I had different type of interest about what I wanted to do with my yeah. life, mm -hmm. but I didn't really know what to choose mm -hmm. as a career, you know. Mm -hmm. We think 18 years old is like, <laughs> I mean, you're, you're still a baby. You don't even know yourself at this age. Yeah, Some exactly. people do know what they want to do at this age because maybe when they were younger, they were passionate about something and they kept being passionate about it. Yeah. But other people may not necessarily know what they want to do for the rest of their life mm -hmm. so that led me to ask myself those type of questions mm -hmm. what do i want you know for life like mm -hmm. what am i supposed to do with my life and mm -hmm. you know that leads to me asking deeper and deeper questions mm -hmm. um and therefore mm -hmm. um having to go through that journey was challenging but at the same time i would say it was also rewarding because it helped me really understand who i was and mm -hmm. it helped me you know, being okay with my emotions and being okay with uh, not knowing that it's not shameful mm -hmm. to feel the way I feel, knowing that it's it's you know I'm not a I'm not a robot. I'm a human being, yeah. and having compassion for myself mm -hmm. throughout the process. All right. So, so what you explain here is like a self therapy that you yes. went through. Oh yeah. So do you think or do you believe that you actually um, helped yourself to the point where you? Or at peace now since your mental health journey for you is, is exactly that peace of mind peace did of you mind. find peace I finally can say today that I found peace okay. and I am so grateful mm -hmm. because uh, first of all as I said it was a long journey mm -hmm. but um, that journey taught me a lot about myself mm -hmm. And I did indeed do a lot of self-therapy. Uh, once again, it's important to disclaim that I myself, I'm not a therapist, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a therapist. I haven't, you know, done any research like you're doing, you know, taking, you know, um, a degree in that. But mm -hmm. I has always been aware. I've always developed that awareness about myself to be mm -hmm. in tune with myself as much as possible. Mm -hmm. And uh, the self-therapy, mm -hmm. um, I do remember some times where I actually was you know in my little bubble in my little space mm -hmm. and asking myself question mm -hmm. out loud mm -hmm. basically taking the role of me and let's pretend either my bigger my older self or maybe mm -hmm. a different version of myself who is maybe a psychologist or somebody who is like a counselor mm -hmm. and i would do i, I would take those roles and mm -hmm. i would ask myself questions mm -hmm. i do remember that like i would either write it you know and played both roles mm -hmm. or I will, you know, out loud ask myself, um, mm -hmm. why do you feel that way? Mm -hmm. Um, why are you angry mm -hmm. or why are you sad? And mm -hmm. then when I ask, when I ask myself those questions, mm -hmm. some answers will come up. Yeah. 
once those answers come up Mm -hmm. i'll keep going and asking myself why Mm -hmm. until i got to the root cause of where it was coming from Mm -hmm. and what i realized was most of my pains and my emotional swings and you know all that was coming either from the fact that i didn't know who i was Mm -hmm. so if you don't know who you are or i mean i knew where i was coming from but if you don't know who you are you don't know where you're going right that was one point and the other point was um uh, some beliefs that I had about myself that were not true, false beliefs. Mm-hmm. And false false beliefs are, I personally think they're very dangerous mm-hmm. because it's basically like, think about it as you're wearing, let's say you're wearing yellow glasses mm-hmm. and you think the entire world is yellow because you are wearing yellow glasses. Mm-hmm. But the world is very colorful. There's multiple different type of colors out there. Mm-hmm. And if you're wearing glasses that are kind of like, or clouding you know your reality mm-hmm. you're going to start believing that to be your reality and everything you do the way you behave the way you think the way you act mm-hmm. are all going to be based on what you believe to be true either about yourself mm-hmm. your reality mm-hmm. your capabilities mm-hmm. so on and so forth mm-hmm. so self-therapy yes i did that but i also took some time to speak to a a psychologist Mm -hmm. i think it's a psychologist Mm -hmm. at some point of my life where i was really 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 down Mm -hmm. i didn't want to over (laughs) you know overshare with all of my you know my loved ones because sometimes you feel a little bit Mm -hmm. you're not ready to share certain things that are too personal with you know with your loved ones so uh i did seek some therapy some help so you did seek help from a professional from a professional it's important to let know to people that i'm actually doing this podcast for you guys to seek help from a professional Mm -hmm. because from the point of view of sarah self-therapy helped her but until a point Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. at the point where she was really low and feeling really down Mm -hmm. she then went out of her way and seek mental help yeah so that's very important to put it out there that we mostly want you guys not to call me or not to dm me with your problems but i want you to seek mental health to seek somebody that's a professional and that's going to put you on the right path to better mental health and like sarah said to feeling at peace Mm -hmm. with yourself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so um me personally i did a little bit of self therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think most people that go through stuff actually talk to themselves. Yeah, and we see that it's very common in psychology, especially when we are doing like uh, the studies of, um, you know, abused children and okay. you know mentally challenged um, autism kids. Mm-hmm. And well, my specialty I would like to mention it is children. Okay, so I am very much in touch with the mental health of children mm-hmm. that's okay. my passion mm-hmm. but i can also talk on adults because you right. know we go through right <laughs> the whole process yeah. so mainly i would like to uh put it out there that i also did that because everybody actually talked to themselves especially when you're feeling bad you're yeah. trying to get to a point where you're asking yourself these questions and yeah. trying to know what's up with you right <laughs> and it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing if you're asking yourself those questions. Mm-hmm. What is a bad thing is when you're really down and not seeking for an outside help mm-hmm. and then end up in a condition where even when people actually bring in the outside help, it's really difficult for you to accept it. Right. So 
First off, I had to go through the whole challenge of when you have a mental health issue, you have to go through the process of asking yourself those questions, going through the process of reflecting on yourself, doing mm-hmm. the self-therapy, mm-hmm. and then going into the process of realization. Mm-hmm. I have a problem. Mm-hmm. 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 So I believe you went through that too. I did. Um, it came to a point where you told to yourself, okay, I've been to the self I therapy did. yeah but now we have a problem yeah for me it was for me it was a mix of both it was mm-hmm. it it's always going to be self-therapy because that's what you know is important yeah. to me yeah but i also was curious to see how a therapist could help me yeah uh in ways that maybe my you know my loved ones couldn't help me maybe because they didn't know how they yeah. they have the love for me maybe they yeah. don't know how to help me yeah so i did that i i had um I didn't have a lot of sessions. It was just three sessions, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But it was enough for me, at least, to have certain answers, to have some relief. Mm-hmm. Um, and after the mental, after the therapy, I continued to mm-hmm. seek for other ways to help myself. Exactly. Um, and I got to a point where I finally was able to find the peace of mind that I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and that came from, well, I don't want to be too spiritual, but I, you know, I'm very, I'm very much about oh, no. spirituality I, I totally as agree. well. I, I yeah. totally agree with you. God helps too. You have yeah. to pray. Yeah. It doesn't matter which religion you are, wherever or whatever you're going through. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, God has the answer. Mm-hmm. You have to pray. I'm not saying seek mental health and not pray. Mm-hmm. No. Mental health is not a religion. Mental mm-hmm. health is a science. Mm-hmm. It's not very accurate, mm-hmm. but studies have proven over the years that is important. Mm-hmm. So even through you, your years of being mentally challenged, mm-hmm. you at some point had to seek for mental health and mm-hmm. it opened doors mm-hmm. to a lot of realization. Mm-hmm. So as a, a, as a you know, future mental health professional myself, I will say mental health is an important journey Mm -hmm. to that peace of mind. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. it was an important part of the journey. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You see? Mm -hmm. So now let's see. What was the most important part of your mental health journey? Mm -hmm. Uh, According to you, which part was like uh, the, the part, you know? The most important part of my mental health journey was, um, first of all, it was being aware that something was going on. Awareness. Awareness. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was being okay with myself and having love and compassion for myself throughout the process. Um, not being too harsh on myself mm-hmm. for feeling the emotions that I was feeling, mm-hmm. not judging myself for feeling how I was feeling, mm-hmm. accepting the emotions, facing the emotions, mm-hmm. and finding ways to seek relief, relief, right? To mm-hmm. let them go. Mm-hmm. Um, because maybe I had found the reason why I was feeling, about how, how I was feeling. Mm-hmm. So for me, I would say that was the most important, the awareness Mm -hmm. and accepting to go with the flow and accepting the emotions and not being judgmental to myself Mm -hmm. about it. All right. All right. So as Sarah said, 
awareness was a big part for her. But、mm. I think awareness is also going to be the major part for major pe- for a lot of people、mm-hmm. because、um, uh, when comes awareness, it comes the you know the little click yeah in your mind the little switch、mm-hmm. and when that switch is. Switched up,、mm-hmm. it's like you come to a realization,、mm-hmm. and from there begins, you know, the whole process of yes, healing, exactly, and finding peace and、yes. accepting yourself. So I will say to everybody out there that once you go through your self therapy, seeking help from somebody else, and reaching your point of, you know, seeking help, especially from a psychologist, <laughs> yes,、uh, and you reach the point of. Awareness and self-realization,、mm-hmm. then that's the little switch that you have to accept. Like it's like a door.、Mm-hmm. You when it opens, you have to accept to cross.、Mm-hmm. So I am encouraging you guys to actually cross that path and go to the other side.、Right. Many things await you, and many things are actually going to be good for you there.、Mm-hmm. So after that,、um, here Sarah is with me, and. We are almost at the end, but I have a few questions for her.、Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, the podcast is only thirty minutes because I've actually listened to a podcast and I was I found it too long because it was like an hour and thirty minutes、mm-hmm. or an hour.、Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to concentrate as many information as I、yeah. could in thirty minutes. minutes. So that's why it's thirty minutes, guys,、mm-hmm. so that you guys can actually you know get something,、yeah. <laughs> and so that I cannot take your Your time that much. You can listen to me on your way to school, your way to work. Everything works. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so,、um, what are tips you can give, according to your experience today, to people listening about their own mental health? What are the tips you have learned along the way that helped you, that you believe can help others? Okay, so once again, I'm focusing on the emotional part of mental health. So that's、mm-hmm. where I had my my journey,、mm-hmm. and、um, the thing that really helped me today that I can say for a fact that I'm feeling way better and I'm you know in a balanced, harmonious homeostasis <laughs> is <laughs> the fact that I finally understood that、um, the chatter in my head.、Mm-hmm. Were the biggest challenge.、Mm-hmm. Challenge.、Mm-hmm. When I say the chatter in my head is what I say to myself,、mm-hmm. the conversation I have with myself, what、mm-hmm. I believe about myself.、Mm-hmm. So the thing that really, really, really helped me、mm-hmm. helped me、mm-hmm. was taking the time to rewire my subconscious mind. Okay, that's a completely different topic out there, <laughs> but I want to just put it out there because it personally helped me.、Mm-hmm. When I say rewire my subconscious mind, is basically meaning、uh, the root root belief of who I am.、Mm-hmm. Looking at them,、mm-hmm. asking myself if this is what I believe to be true about myself today.、Mm-hmm. If not,、mm-hmm. finding something to replace it.、Mm-hmm. If I, for example, I used to believe maybe I wasn't worthy or I was not enough、mm-hmm. or so on and so forth,、mm-hmm. I go and look at those at those beliefs.、Mm-hmm. And I ask myself, is that really true?、Mm-hmm. If I know it's not true,、mm-hmm. then I go in a process of changing those beliefs. There are different, multiple ways out there.
a lot of science and research has been be done behind it um rewiring your subconscious mind reprogramming your subconscious mind you can google that you can youtube that there's so much information out there mm-hmm. um just like the same way you're working on your physical body maybe mm-hmm. when you're working out you know mm-hmm. taking the time to build those muscles mm-hmm. is the same exercise you're taking the same patience the same consistency um repetition that you have to do mm-hmm. to change those beliefs because once you do that it's mm-hmm. actually going to help change your behavior it's going to help change your emotion you know how you feel and also how you act and then you're going to see that your life is going to change in a positive way mm-hmm. so that is the biggest piece of advice i can give to my friends and fellows out there all right so you're talking about exercising your conscience exactly all your right. subconscious your subconscious exactly sorry by the way <laughs> so she's talking about exercising your subconscious mm-hmm. and that is really a big point exactly like she mentioned it, it's like going you know some people go through a diet to actually be able to lose weight it's the same thing that goes on with the mind mm-hmm. sometimes when you feel too saturated you have to stop take a break yeah put in new information yeah. and start you know exactly. start lifting exactly. come on guys start lifting start exactly. lifting and once you get used to that uh you know new sense of of you know minding your business as they say <laughs> you need to be minding your business i need to put it out there so mostly uh mental health is about also the things we take from outside yeah there's so much exactly so much. your environment exactly you, know? you do take so much from outside but when you learn in actual in actual life and reality that you live in to mind your own business <laughs> you have less problem that i would say <laughs> So one of the tips that I personally recommend is when you're really down seek help. Yes. And um do not you know just close yourself up and do not uh create a wall between you and the actual help. Yeah. And I will also say um in addition to what Sarah said to exercise good mental health mm-hmm. not only your subconscious mm-hmm. but exercise good mental health good mental health is for example create yourself a vision board yes like i have it here she actually has a beautiful vision <laughs> board guys but she doesn't want me to it's, take a picture you know, it's too personal <laughs> okay. but actually create yourself a vision board yeah. visualize who you really deep inside exactly. of you want to be exactly that's a good exercise once you visualize your vision board Mm-hmm. you are able to actually put in the actions that are going to bring you to that vision exactly so it's very important to put it out there yeah. so we are coming almost at the end i have one last question for sarah and the question is so we're both africans right yes we love our heritage for example <laughs> it's yeah. really good because we love where we come from we're really proud to be africans mm-hmm. so I would like to ask you, you know, yeah. and you well, we were born and raised back mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think of the place of mental health in our African community? How mm-hmm. do you view it? Mm-hmm. And also uh from your point of view mm-hmm. or from your viewpoint, mm-hmm. what would you actually want to tell to that community out there today, you know, mm-hmm. about mental health? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I uh I want to say that in our community throughout the years 
um, I do see some change. So I would say back in the days, maybe 15, 20 years ago, when I was back home, the way I would hear, mm -hmm. I was young, but I, you know, you can still observe and understand what's going on out there. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't really a topic that was, that was talked about, yeah. you know, it was something, I wouldn't say it was taboo, but people wouldn't necessarily recognize the importance of mental health. It was the white man stuff. Uh, yeah, they, <laughs> they used to believe that it was more of like a Western world type of, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, element, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But I believe that now, I've observed uh, throughout the years that it's yeah. a topic that is thankfully now coming up more and more. Mm -hmm. People are recognizing the importance of mental health. Mm -hmm. um, here in the dias African diaspora, let's say here in America, I see that a lot as well. People mm -hmm. are speaking up more mm -hmm. um, because they understand that if you don't have that mental health, there's nothing else you can do. Like You can't, you can't really live the life that you want to live. Mm -hmm. So what I want to say to the community out there is uh, it's important to speak up. Mm -hmm. And you never know, maybe your neighbor is actually facing the same, you know, mental mm -hmm. health that you're facing. Mm -hmm. And the more we speak up, the less alone we feel. Even mm -hmm. if we are in our own head and we are the only pe people hearing what we're hearing in our own head, mm -hmm. somebody else is feeling the same, is going through the same experience, maybe next door. Mm -hmm. So the, the, the point of speaking up is going to help you feel more... Um, it's going to give you more strength. Mm -hmm. It's going to make you feel less alone. It's going to make you also understand that there is hope out there, that maybe you actually can overcome that. Mm -hmm. um, so I want to say to uh, all of us to, I want to encourage everybody to continue to speak up. Mm -hmm. um, and if you speak up to the people you want to feel, you feel comfortable speaking up to, or as Yenenga is saying, you know, seeking um, mental health and seeking a, somebody, you know, that is professional to help. Mm -hmm. Um, can change your life tremendously in the, in the in the right sense of the things. So no, that's okay. what I had to say. Thank you very much, Sarah. So we have reached the end of our show, and um, I would like to say that overall, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I hope you guys um, were able to actually get something from us. This is a really special topic for both of us. We actually. Well, I work in the field and um, I'm actually seeing a lot more awareness coming, especially to my community, Africans. And I just want to say, if you're out there and you're going through stuff, just know you're not alone. There are some people that are also going through the same stuff. Learn how to speak up and to seek mental health if you feel like you are in need. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. So if you know someone or you are the someone that is going through a hard time, please seek mental and medical help from a licensed professional. You can also visit mentalhealth.gov for more information. In case you notice suicidal behavior, please get help by calling or texting 988 or chat 988lifeline.org. All right, guys, this is a wrap up. Thank you, Sarah, for being with me. Thank you for having me. And once again, happy birthday. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, thank you, guys. I would love thank to see you. as a gift you guys sharing my podcast, leaving me constructive criticism down below. And also, um, as gifts, you guys can give me a lot of, you know, thumbs listening. Up. Come on, <laughs> give me a lot of thumbs up. I love you and I will see you guys on the next episode. 
Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>